All right, welcome to Craft Imperial. This is the Viking. I am the Bourbon Cowboy. We sit here to discuss great cigars, great whiskey, and have a lot of fun with banter and discussing all these great cigars and bourbon. We'll sit here every week with you, enjoy this podcast, different cigars, different whiskey, all the banter, a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, and <laughs> that's what it's about. Thank you for joining Craft and Puro. Please enjoy this episode. Cheers. All right, all right, Craft and Puro, what's up, guys? We got some killer background music. Uh, we are getting after it. And we are at a new spot, somewhere we've never been before, but we've been before. We've, we've we been, been before? we haven't together, but we've each been here before. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Different, uh, different times. Um, and we're doing what everybody else that reviews cigars or has any kind of platform is doing right now, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, why don't you tell them where we're at? And we're drinking, we're starting with 1792, right? Foolproof, I believe? We're right, so we're... We're drinking a couple quarters of 1792, and we've had it on the podcast before. Um, we decided, I don't know, man, it's 110 out there, it's hotter than shit. And uh, we went down and uh, visited the Grand Crew boys, supporting Grand Crew, and then we were like, well, where are we going to go, man? It's fucking hot, we got to smoke some cars. We uh, went over here to Lee May Ferry to dry dock. Uh, if you guys have never been here, it looks like the owner of Anheuser-Busch. It's all done in dark wood mahogany panels. They got Anheuser-Busch eagle on the wall. And it looks like something out of the old Anheuser-Busch here. And it's been here a long time. It looks like an employee lounge for the brewery. <laughs> it does. And that's not an insult. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, they, they got a gold fire extinguisher. They've got a uh, fire alarm. I mean, it's it's just an old nostalgic place that's been down here in South St. Louis for a long time. Actually, not too far from River City Casino. What's up, the street? And um, they let you smoke cigars here. Yeah, they do. It's chilly, willy in here. It's nice in there. Very nice. It's easily 30 degrees cooler than outside. Yeah. St. Louis right now, for all you guys that are in there, or in the Midwest, really, I know it's reaching as far as Iowa, I think. Bro, it's easily 115, 118 with the index outside. So we're inside doing this, man. It's been a good day. Um, Barbie is the bartender. Her name is actually Barbara. Um, but her nickname is Barbie at your school. I like the digitized old register they have. Yeah, it kind of looks like one I know. Yeah, but you don't they have had the it screen. retrofitted. Retrofitted, yeah. yeah they yeah, had it retrofitted. Yeah. Um, so what we are smoking is I think we're both smoking the same size. We're smoking the... No, no, no. <laughs> the Los Calaveras 2021 LELC 48. I'm glad you remember all that shit. Yeah, 2021 Las Calaveras. We are doing the Las Calaveras <laughs> 21 release. And I don't know all those other numbers, but... Woo! Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, to be honest, the only cigars I've smoked in the past 24 hours is this, and I smoked a Drax Skinny Monster at Grand Cru. So, a little nut to butt spoiled on these right now. But again, uh, for multiple times in the Calaveras line with John Huber and everybody at Crown Heads, Don Pepin Garcia of my father blended this cigar. It is a San Andreas Oscuro wrapper with Nicaraguan binders and fillers. And uh, it's one of the, I'm already going to tag it up there. I don't want to line it up against 14 and 17, but in the past five years, it's there. It's there. And what's interesting is this is, it's not as strong as I thought it would be. I really thought this cigar was going to be a lot fucking stronger. Well, you know what I said? <clears throat> I would have liked to take it in the afternoon and kind of smoke them back to back because they each have unique flavors and, uh, you know, unique boldness and not mild whatever. I actually, last year's, the 2020, I smoked that a good three or four times before I really... Before you got into it. Well... I liked it, but I'm just saying before I really got into it and started appreciating it, obviously you've had enough now to, you've smoked it enough to kind of know, but <clears throat> this is my second. Well, that was very interesting. Yeah, and th this so far, this to me is better than 20. Let's go ahead and get all these questions out of the way, right? Um, it does not topple 17. Um, maybe I'll let you know I've got a 17 in here. I'm going to smoke it next. I think I have an 18 in here, too. Yeah. So you can have either one, 17 or 18. We'll do that next. But um, this uh, this takes last year. I think it's... And when I say strong, this is honestly smoking it now and only having that drack earlier, right? Which is medium, medium full-ish. This is stronger than that. But what I like about this, and again, I, guys, we're only a half inch into the cigar, but we've smoked them already. So one of the only times you're going to hear this kind of stuff out of us. Um, there is a spice to it, but it's not like a middle of the tongue spice. It's more of a resonating spice. And I get all kinds of... I, this reminds me a little bit of the La Carême with that crystal kind of like rock candy sweetness to it. It kind of just rolls around your taste buds. Um, yeah. But the other thing I said about this cigar is how much that you can tell this is Pepin in his Nicaraguan tobacco. If you smoke that new uh, La Fuerta, that 2019 release, against this, I feel like that's the mild version of this cigar. I really do. I really do. And just on one day out of the box, this, this tastes drastically different than the one I smoked last night. See, that's what I was trying to tell you last year. <clears throat> First one I smoked, I didn't think it, it just didn't have any up for me. Then the next day, I smoked one in the evening, and it was totally right. different. It had a different had a little more oomph to it, a little more full flavor. Oh, our inaugural cheers. Oh, we, yeah. we almost missed it. 1790. Cheers, buddy. In Crown Royal glasses. Yes. But yeah, we'll 
we'll get back to the cigar. This place is up. So what we were talking about in the beginning, when I first moved to St. Louis, I lived out here in South County two miles up the road and uh, the place I ran logistics at this actually used to be the kind of after work spot we'd come in here around five o'clock and hang out for an hour or so and back then the best whiskey on the bar is Buffalo Trace um, and that was about it I mean you had every other kind of old crow you know everything like that uh, by the way have you ever had old crow no it actually tastes like an old fucking crow. <laughs> well, you know. <coughs> I'd say that's common, but I'm glad Buffalo Trace oh doesn't God. taste like the stuff. I don't want to know what a crow buffalo. tastes like, but man, it's not that bad, huh? I love the label. I wish it was better. Now, but, in all fairness, I haven't had any old crow in a while. I, I doubt it's gotten much better. But. So I just got back from Mexico. I know we told all you guys that. But so down there, the one thing they didn't really have a lot of was whiskey, right? Which I guess makes sense. You're in the pool or at the beach all day, yada, yada, yada. But they had Jim Beam, and then they had an eight-year, I think it was called Benchmark. Yeah, I know what you're talking right? about. It's a Buffalo Trace product. Yes. So I had it on some ice, right, just in case it was god awful. At least it could melt a little and I'd be able to shoot it down. It's not bad for on a ice. plastic screw. Yeah, yeah, it was, too, it was 90 degrees outside, too. I'm not going to 90 degrees. I mean, we've done that. It hasn't worked out real well. But uh, um, it was not bad. You know, but being in the water, it's hot outside, you're fucking around, it's a little weird. You know what I mean? But it was new, and it was it was rip-off. I did not expect when I looked it up that it would be a Buffalo Trace product. Um, but it is. And it's, you can buy it in Total Wine, you can buy it locally. It's up the street. Got an eight-year eight year age statement, man. Eight-year age statement on it. We should probably get that. Buffalo Trace is only seven years old. Yeah. Well, you know, Charter. Old Charter? Yeah. Yeah, that's an eight-year. Well, they used to have an eight-year statement on it. I don't know. Some and still do. The one at, the one at Lit still says eight, but don't most of them not have a statement anymore? No. Now, I have some with the old. And then uh, Elijah Craig used to have... Elijah Craig used to have a 12. I think that's and I think I, that's I got a small batch. I think small batch is what was 12. But they took that age statement off that. And I don't know why that happened. I don't know because they couldn't prove it. Well, there's not they, much to prove, remember? I mean, the bourbon law notes that the age statement on the barrel has to be the oldest age of the largest amount of volume in the blend. Right? Yeah. So if I you've got, know. if you've got, just for simple math, you got 10 ounces and four ounces is 12 year old and everything else is two, well then you can give an age statement of 12 years. You know what I mean? So I don't, but I think the issue was pricing, right? So Elijah Craig Small Batch is 26 bucks. Right? Yeah. Okay, so Weller 12 year, right? Weller 12 year is, if you can get it, 
at least a hundred dollars. Okay, cool. Um, let's look at Victor's seven. If you can get uh, McKenna ten special reserve. What I'm saying is those 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 known age statements. That price suddenly goes from everybody can drink a damn good whiskey to a damn good whiskey that a lot of people aren't going to buy because the price jumps. And that may have been when that happened. Because if you remember, we're only talking three, four years that that happened. Weller, 12-year Weller used to cost $40 well, it makes four sense. years ago. Why do we have uh, a 15 to 16 that, like, like we've talked a million times about is the old white label six-year? Yeah. And uh, we're, we're having trouble getting product. And now we're selling this in an old-school bottle for 15 and it's every bit as good, if not better. Right. Right. What's in the market selling for more money? Right. So they pull it, put a new bottle on it, and bam. And that makes and then sense. You can't get it anymore. That's why I always talked about Booker's and that rumor that ran around about why um, pigskin wasn't supposed to come out, right? And they were like, the rumor that was put out was, well, they didn't like it, so they dumped it. I'm like, guys, there's a reason Jim Beam has something like 140 SKUs under its name. If every barrel of whiskey you made or every blend tasted awesome, everybody would just have one distillery because you wouldn't be able to change anything. Right? But that's like, let's talk cigars. We ran into this week, a little Cyclops news, our first delayed shipment due to weather or something, right? Yeah, I was talking to uh, Mike Weller yesterday, but we were joking about it, and he goes, you know, because Mike Weller was table 36. He goes, dude, I my product is in Honduras on a truck. In January, I ordered 5,000 units. I've received 110. Is that the peacemaker? Or all, all his probably, I'm, I'm going to assume that's all his product he didn't say. Right. You know, but then you look at things like right now, right? So we've got our event next week. We've got our cigars locked down for it. But in a retail market, right, if you're trying to get the edge, we'll talk the edge, right, because we're going to feature that next week. The edge comes in that 100-count chest. That chest right now has been back ordered for fucking four months. You know what I mean? So you, you just can't get it. It's not that... It's not there. It may be, we talked about the Miami 15 from Tatuaje. Instead of them being like, oh, it's back ordered, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, they're finally like, look, we just might not do this right now, right? Forget about it. We'll come back to it in a couple of years because you simply just can't keep up with demand on it. You're actually seeing more, and this, this is happening in the bourbon industry too. I don't know exactly where with what SKUs, but you're seeing more allocated items show up in places that typically you would not see them, right? When they have one allocated item, but they're out of something that's in their rail. You see the math I'm trying to put together here? Yeah. You can't you can't find the product, so they, they compensate with, hey, you can have this one right now. You know what I mean? But some of these places, that bottle sits up on the wall and no one's buying it. You know, we're, we're getting 1792. What's the red label 1792 or the purple label? The purple label? Yeah, it's got purple on the top of it. I don't know. I don't ever seen a purple label. I think that's purple. No, that's burgundy. What is that one? That's just a single barrel. Okay. Right? Single barrel 1792 for $5. Yeah. Oh, you mean a pour? A pour for $5. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? 
And that could be location, but it's not it's the only allocation. They got Caribou Cross That's probably there. normal anywhere from six to eight. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If yeah. you're in a really nice place, maybe a nine dollar for. But of course, I don't know how much nicer place you could be in, especially if you like history and. That's if you want to smoke and drink inside. Right. Yeah. There's that whole thing, too. But I think, and I, you know, I know we're jumping around a little bit, but I was really... I don't, did we know what this label color was going to be until just recent? Uh, we knew it was going to be yellow about a month ago. Okay. But looking at it, like you said, there's a lot of like pinkish, like a fluorescent in the gold yeah. trim of the label. It's fluorescent. And then when that fluorescent blends with the red, it's almost kind of a pink offshoot to it. And maybe that's just because I'm half, you know, I don't have cheaters on. But. I mean, I, I get that, but it's interesting. It's interesting. Doesn't Chicago have the three stars? No, Tennessee is the three star, right? Tennessee is three yeah. stars? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. Why? Is there three stars on there? Yeah, on the side here, it looks like a... Uh, it looks like a soccer logo with three stars. It says SC. Wow. I think I need a magnifying glass to see that. And then what I'm saying is, if you look at some colors here... Right, look at this uniform on this player. I mean, it's not a solid match, but... I'm curious. It's always, it's always kind of fun to find the backstory. Like, we can assume, and I think this is fan culture. I don't think this is exactly true. But uh, the 2020 being purple and gold, right? And we know Kobe Bryant passed away. And it being purple and gold, that that may have been in the plans or was an homage to him as well. And if it wasn't, I know a lot of people took it that way. And I think that's pretty cool. It probably was an homage to him. Yeah, enjoy the tunes, guys. It's got great music burning behind us, so we're doing all right. Yeah, when you uh, actually look at that label... Correct myself, it's an Ecuadorian Sumatra and a Scuro wrapper on the cigar, guys. Yeah, you are. Let's see here. I what I did was is I took a pick of it and then just kind of and it's almost yeah. like it's there's one star, a big star, two, two to the next to it, and then yeah. it's like a SC on it. 
Yeah. And then the other one, I don't know what that is either. Way. I, I don't know. So we know that each year um, the Calaveras colors and everything pay tribute to people close to crown heads that have died, right? Like the Calavera, right? Mexican skull, Dia de Muerte, all that kind of style. Uh, the name for this one... Um, Oh, never mind. Sorry, that's where the name comes from. I apologize. I don't know. I don't know. Well, either way, it's... Uh, I'm just curious. When you look at the label, it all it almost... The back end, the ring, almost touches the front again. Uh, that's interesting. I've got one that's full. I'm going to look at it. <laughs> got one that's what? Pull. Oh, yeah. See, there's another side. Yeah. Yeah, it's always fun to try and break down exactly what this shit is. And, you know, John, Miguel, all those guys at Crownheads, I mean, they know what they're doing and what they're putting together, but... Shout out to uh, uh, Mr. Garcia, the Don Pepin. This, uh, you hit this on the head, man. This is uh, fantastic. The joke around the group is this will be the next Calaveras to grace my arm. I'll paint this one on next. Wow. Um, it's good, man. It is. It's just, you know, the other joke is I got to be careful because, you know, like the next five are good. I'm going to have Calaveras all up and down my fucking body. <laughs> you know, that tattoo. Yeah, sorry you are. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, <clears throat> see what I can do with this label. You can take a picture of the fucking moon and look at all the craters. <clears throat> well, it doesn't really... Oh. There's actually other initials on the other side. <clears throat> There's like a... I don't know if it's a K6 and then maybe a, a CVH. See? That's on the side where the label comes over. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, no, I just I just text John, see if maybe he'll give us some insight on this. Let's see what's what. Now. But it's, it's awesome. Scar's fantastic, man. Um, yeah, so this place is great, man. This has got to be one of the, especially for being in the county, one of the only bars that still allows smoking inside. And my only thought was, without asking them, is I bet there's a fine. Uh, because this has been going on for a long time. I've been coming here for, I don't know, two, three years smoking here. Especially when other ones... 
we're not allowed to do it, and I'm just assuming there's a fine. I mean, he pays it every week. Right. Every month. Right. Yeah. Well, that's like I used to joke about in, uh, in Honolulu and Hawaii, there was a bar. Uh, it used to be called the K-Bar. And they allowed cigar smoking and all that, and about once a month, um, HPD would come in and shut them down for the night due to smoking because Hawaii is a no-smoking state, right? Not allowed to smoke in a public area. So, like, parks, technically beaches, but just put your feet in the water, they don't own the water. That's the trick there. Um, now, not that you get ate up and yelled at all the time for doing it, but what they would do is every month they'd pay the $50 fine and then they would pay the $50 fine to re-register the business and it was K1, K2, K3, then it went to L1, L2, L3, and they just go through the alphabet. Over and over and over. <laughs> and you can work things out like that. But we talk age too. There could be a. I know a lot of places use that term grandfather law, and in a lot of places that really doesn't actually exist. But in St. Louis, I know it exists. And maybe this place has been in business long enough that it falls into that statute. Right now, if it were to ever, this is where that shit gets weird, right? So the owner's sitting down here at the end of the bar. If he decides to sell to you tomorrow, you can't smoke in here anymore. Because the grandfathering permit was for him and his immediate successor, not a sell. I think that's kind of somewhat what Stanley's. Uh, oh yeah, that's why they have it. Grandfathered yeah. in for him. Now whether that happens here, I'm pretty sure uh, what somebody told me because the other place that I've smoked is uh, was uh, men's. Well, Missouri Athletic called, Club. Yeah. It used to be called Men's. Yeah, I think it's just Missouri, Missouri Athletic, Athletic Club, Club now. Yeah. But anyway, I'm pretty sure they just pay a fine. And uh, next time Barbie comes over, we'll shout out to her and see if she can yeah. answer that for us or whatever. And I want to say, guys, right now, all of you are thinking Barbie. The same that she does not look like the girl you think would be Barbie. No, she's Burnett. Yeah, she is. No, but I mean, this place is amazing. I mean, just that chandelier in the front. I mean, that's. I mean, that's a hundred-year-old chandelier. Easy. For sure. And even on, on the bar, like the breast of the bar in the back, it's got, you got the little AD logos hanging out on there. And this is, I mean, like everything in here is like redwood paneling. These tables are straight drywall. I mean, redwood, like straight yeah, red, like mahogany. Well, it looks fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, this place is absolutely, absolutely gorgeous, to be honest. I'm just uh, looking up there at the bar back and notice they've got a bottle of Blanton's up there. Yeah, they got a they got a Middleton Classic over here too. Some Irish yeah, whiskey. I don't know what the hell that tall thing. Don Julio 42. Yeah, it's 1942. Johnny Walker Blue Label on the other end, and they got a humidor right there. 
Hey, I just noticed all of a sudden now this big push to get away from plastic. Like um, you've seen the commercials now, all the solo cups. They're trying to get them all to go to yeah. aluminum solo Keep cups. Keep your fucking straws out of the turtles' noses, dick. What the turtle do to you? In Mexico, in Mexico, no straws, right? So you're ordering a pina colada, you're freezing your teeth on it, right? If you got it to go plate, you got a metal fork. <laughs> well, when I was, as you rolled over me, I was telling you all these uh, celebrities now are doing these aluminum solo cup commercials. Okay. And I just bought a box of them the other day. And now I noticed uh, when I was in the hospital the other day, um, visiting one of my family members. Anyway, they've got, you know, like uh, Miller Lite, Budweiser, how they all been moving to... Aluminum. Now the water's all going in aluminum. It's just like water now. We just go back to drinking out of garden hoses. That's what aluminum can water tastes like. That's like um, on airplanes. Uh, Aquafina is in a can, like a fucking Why don't soda we just can. Go back to animal bags, like Boda bags. Remember the old, yeah, like animal skin bags. Yeah. You just get on the plane. You got your uh, animal skin bag. Yeah, but it says Louis Vuitton. And it's a hundred grand. Whatever. Right. right. Or a large Tetons that no one knows what it is, and it's five hundred million dollars. But the straws have been happening down in Naples. Fort Myers, they've got a paper straw. Yeah, so that was really funny. So we get to Mexico, right? Get a couple of those liter or yard mar uh, margaritas. And Wayne gets me a triple, triple shot, so six shots of tequila in it. And you got this paper straw about this long, right? You take your time drinking it, the bottom half of the fucking straw dissolves into the drink. <laughs> I think they're just saying, hey, we give you a paper straw, it's good for, you know, like five sucks, and then it just starts breaking down. Right. And you know these girls carry, and, and I'm only saying girls because I've seen some of them do it, they got these rubber straws. Oh, dude, that's the thing I was going to say. Like so they pull out a rubber straw. We actually joked, and we, we told uh, a couple of kind of the squirting German and his missus that came down, we like, hey, bring rubber straws. So you can have a straw. So me, I'm not thinking, right? The first time we get in the pool, it's hot out, right? So everybody brought their Yetis and had their drinks going into Yetis, which they were cool with. And they have their straws there. I'm like, oh, okay, that's just how that person drinks. Dude, it took me a whole day to realize. I'm like, oh. Yeah, just, I don't ever use a straw. <laughs> I get it, okay, yeah. It, it's never really affected me because I don't like straws to begin with. I just uh, tip that baby and get going. On. Right, right. But a lot of people say the straws are good because they get right down there where the alcohol is, below the melt, and you're really getting better juice yeah. by the straw, but whatever. And it lets you stir the liquors on top, stir the liquor like down in the ice drink. Too, ice yeah. yeah. But I could get, you know, you're sitting outside, it's 90 degrees, you get a frozen pina colada, and that ice hits your teeth. That's got to suck, man. That is not comfortable. Even a popsicle, man. I mean, at 100 degrees, there's not many drinks that, that stand up. Unless they're handing out Yetis. Now, that's another thing, man. Right. The Yeti, uh, that's the great thing about that. I mean, you can... 
I think saves chili all day. Well, and I know it's good. That's why a tumbler is 40 you, bucks. Are you a clicker backer? Because clicker backer. What's clicker yeah, backer? Man? I've got a magnet on my lid. Like, Bro, I go no lid. I go no lid. Dude, when I'm riding around and I shut my car down, it goes to 100. I'm making sure that fucker's locked. And then I, you know, like after I drink it, click back, shut it, put right. it in my holder. Which is amazing. It's a magnet. All right, John. John just texted me back. Sorry, he's gonna tell us whose initials those are on this band. So it is somebody within the. Yeah. Calaveras. So every every Calaveras. I knew this about Calaveras, right? So what so a, somebody's past. What a Calavera is, right? So on Dia de Muerte, right? That's where the the, the Calavera comes Stand from. The painted skull. You know, painted someone's life, right? And and. Spanish culture during that you build a shrine with foods and flowers and, and arts and crafts this is the arts and crafts on the cigar so we'll find out who this one is for which will be pretty cool um, yeah no I have never the only you've seen my, my big Yeti I carry water in yeah. that's good you unscrew that cap and it's got you can drink straight out of it I like that now that thing dude we've been at the pool before you got your uh, painting done what is that called heat Heat, stand, heat decking? Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. what that is? Yeah, it's called a cool deck. That thing would sit out there. The outside of the container would damn near... You see me dipping in your pool water because the damn near thing would burn your fingertips. Ice is still floating on the inside of the container. That thing is absolutely amazing. And you know we go on these bullshit rants, right? So you know I'm a huge Ozark Trail guy, right? Those coolers and all that. So the owner of Ozark Trails is the brother of the guy that owns Jetty. So when they got together and designed Yeti, they broke apart because the brother that opened Ozark Trail thought he was pricing them out of the industry. So as Yeti grew, he took Ozark Trail and put it in Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, Kmart, Target, and just ate a uh, Bass Pro. It sits right next to Yeti and Bass Pro. <laughs> it's funny. You know how your phone hits you? on shit that's happening if you've ever I, they, they had $39 Yetis uh, coolers on there the other night and I was like what the hell they what look like they cooler? probably didn't hold like a 12 pack maybe oh okay but even even that well you know, we've got so we bought the Ozark Trail backpack cooler yeah which I love because that thing literally in cans it'll hold 24 cans or we loaded a loaf of bread sandwich meat oysters a 12 pack of beer in this thing and took it on a boat and the reason we got that was my brother-in-law had a yeti and the bottom of his yeti backpack literally molded out i'm just trying to picture you are the oysters already shucked i shuck them baby it's not hard so you're packing oysters and drinks and cocktails in your backpack hit the boat grab wow. the oyster and it's this way it's just and you're in and this is the one i use hi barbie yes no. we are no we are wow. not look at this i didn't drink that fast enough we have a question for you one how do you guys get through the uh you know, being allowed to smoke cigars. You guys just pay a fine every month? Or is there some sort of grandfather? It's grandfather in, because um, they've owned the bar for 37 years here. Nah. And then also, there's no food and we're under 2,000 square feet. So that was oh, fantastic. Thing, you know, whenever all the bars like had to switch over. And we're right. in the county. So grandfather in county. 
Because I know, like, I was down at, we were talking, uh... Like, if somebody would buy it now, they would have to do it with the Yeah, we talked about that. Right, right, yeah. If the license changes hands, then you then you lose it, right? Yeah. But Missouri Athletic Club down there, they still let them smoke in the restaurant down there. But I do think they pay a fine every month. Well, but they're more, they're more like a, like a club. Like well, it is technically a private club, yeah. But this is more of like a... his name? Jim Gannon. So Jim, he's had it 37 years? Yeah. And, then, and I'm assuming this was an Anheuser bar behind before that? Yeah, a lot of the That's cool. what I figured. Because cool. back in the day, Anheuser held up these bars. They were Anheuser bars. They paid for a lot of stuff back in the day. And then, yeah, <laughs> right. Even like the old uh, Yeah, yeah. Who do you have one of those? No. no. Who's got one of those in their basement? Nobody I know. Soifer does. Well, it's not you. Yeah, no, it's not fucking me. I don't have a basement. It's not me. <laughs> I'm not floating out over my damn bar. <laughs> yeah, those are hard to come by. Well, you can find them. They're beat up. Something's missing. It's broke or whatever. Well, I know that one, it doesn't work anymore. Like, it doesn't. Because I'm pretty sure it used to, like, go around. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that looks like an original eagle. I mean, Anheuser Eagle. Yeah, well, I always come down here. I've been going down here a long time. Always love it at Christmas. Because you got the big Christmas tree. Oh, it's dialed in. It's dialed in. Yeah. And the cleanest bathroom. Absolutely. Can you do us a favor? What do we want to do to our next floor? Um, yeah, we can. We'd like to take a picture of that 1792. Yeah. Just to put it on our thing. And then do we want to... You've got Maker's Mark. I see you got Angel's Envy. Um, what is else? That Jefferson, is that Double Oak Woodford? Can we do two Double Oak? Yeah. Neat, please. Thank you. All right, so there you go. It's a grandfather thing. I See, I didn't know that part. No food in under 2000s. I didn't know square footage mattered. I would think you'd want more square feet for smoking, ventilation, right? You're not trying to hotbox a place. I don't know. If I was doing it, I would say, listen, if you want to be a cigar bar, we got no problem with it. We've set up a, um, a calibration of purification systems that you need to have in it and blah, 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 blah. blah. Right. And then we'll... Well, and, and, and I do believe they okay that kind of stuff. But the purification systems they want, there's a reason casinos have them and you don't. Right, because they're pricey as hell. Yeah, you'll spend more on the damn AC than you will your building. Which is funny because the one down, <clears throat> it's a private club, the Red Phone Booth down in Nashville. It's a private club. We had dinner there, and See, I was here's, smoking right next to my wife, and you couldn't even... Well, that's all on them. Here's where shit changes, right? So everywhere that you get told you cannot sell alcohol and tobacco, right? If you say, okay, it's a private club with monthly membership. There's no... Reg your membership could be 50 cents at the door. Chicken cock. Is that a Heaven Hill product? I've never seen that. Yeah, I've never seen it. So 
It's no. done by Grain and Barrel Spirits. What is Grain and Barrel Spirits? No, that bottle's cool. Yeah, we'll take. We'll do that. We'll do that after this. Yeah. We'll do that after this. Yeah, thank you. I'm just gonna go ahead and say before we try that, someone's classing up some shit. What'd you say? Someone's classing up some shit. That's a nice bottle for a fucked up name. Yeah. Chicken cock. Chicken cock. Wow. This is gonna be a first. Uh, what what did we think we were getting? Well, what we've got right now, this is Woodford Double Oak. We're not on chicken cock yet. Oh. Yeah. Why not bring the double oak, then bring the chicken cock? Work us on the chicken cock. I guess the owner wanted her to ask us. We're not at the cock yet. The double. Cock's last. You always take the cock last. All right. Last resort, you take the cock. All right. Okay, so John did text me. And uh, this, all the initials you see on here, all the different ones. So the SC right here, this is Sean Connery. The GT is Gene Tipton. On this other side is Kobe Bryant and Eddie Van Halen. Now, how many fucking people think you know that? Nobody but John Huber. Well, I'm just saying. But I get it now. Podcast now, just put that out there. Nah, I don't know. And who else fucking knows that? Nobody. That's fucking. That's fantastic. So that's what each one of the. So again, remember I said this looked like a like a, a namesake or a logo. Sean caught Sean Connery. Gene Tipton, Kobe Bryant, Eddie Van Halen. That's what all the rockers on the label are for. Wow. That's fucking cool. We have just really uh, dug into something there. It's like a box of treasure just been opened. Boom. Boom. You wanted your, your land of gold. I just gave it to you. Yeah, now. I will not now we're going to have to go back and look at the other labels now. Huh? So we're going to have to go back and look at the other labels. We're going to. We'll get on them after this one. Um, very well put together. Though. What we need to do is put a label and put the guy's names under them. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. I like the way that no one has ever talked about that. And no, that's, today, you know what? You heard Craft Impero has unveiled some. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. Now, I've, like I said, I've always known that they were done for somebody, but I never registered in my head that the initials actually were for people. And I've never read it either. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, I know the Cal- the Los Calaveras, the name, the actual Calavera, that this skull that's used every year is an old art painting by Perez somebody from, like, the 70s that did a, a Calavera painting during Muerte. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, my Dixon's got a lot of love down in Mexico, bro. I wore my Calico, I wore my Muerte, and I wore my Calavera. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. And it 
was the first place I, I didn't run into anybody wearing Dixon. My Billy Blanco was the first yeah, thing Blanco. that was talked about when I walked in here today. Oh, good for you. <laughs> One of a kind. Except everyone else has been there. No, probably very few people have been to Billy Blanco. Is it that small of a place? <clears throat> it's in Kimmel Junction, right outside of uh, Park City. And the guy has got just an absolutely mind-blowing knockout. I mean, like the bar stools are probably a grand apiece. They're turquoise with pin cushions. Everything's to the nines, really swanky, upscale. And then you go in the basement, there's another bar, and he's got all of his collectible cars. Like he's got the Smokey and the Bandit car down there. He's got oh, all shit. these different, he's got vets, he's got all these different cool cars. It's pretty cool. Shit, man, that's pretty fucking amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's actually really really cool. And uh, John, thanks for saying that. So we're gonna actually do what what the Cowboys said. We're gonna get well. We have a picture of the label. You took a label flat now, right? Yeah. And I want to drop this for you guys. Um, and I want you, if you have, we're gonna do it when we get to our next Calaveras. So one of us will do 17. One of us will do 18. Um, and actually look at them and actually understand who those initials are for. I find that it makes the cigar more special now. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know who who they're for. You know, I, I find that really attractive about the cigar. That's really unique. Didn't we at one time say we would, like, <laughs> we label them so fast. Because we do all our labels. Like, whatever music we're listening to, kind of like they do up there. That Axe and Oak? Yeah. Axe and Oak. Which I think is a pretty cool thing. Like, when you take your uh, Cyclops off, oh, shit. They were listening to John Denver. Oh, I want that one. Or right. maybe not. You know, our little blues traveler. <clears throat> Which, by the way, Blues Traveler has a new album out. They actually it hit my iTunes. Day. Yeah, it's a blues album. Yeah, it, hit, it popped on you. What you might like, Blues Traveler. Yeah. Where here? I'll show you. It's called. And I haven't listened to it the last. They week. were at Red Rocks, weren't they? Uh, they were at Chesterfield Sunday night with JJ Mrofo. Chesterfield where? Our Chesterfield. Not the factory they weren't. Chesterfield Amphitheater. They played in Mexico. I know. Otherwise. Yeah, it's called I, Traveler's Blues. Traveler's Blues. I would, if yeah, I got there, it. and I heard, I didn't even, yes. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably grabbed you and see if we could have gone and seen that together. But I was like, that'd be fun. My gal didn't want to go, and it was hot. I was like, uh. But anyway. Yeah. But I haven't yeah, I got a Traveler lately, but this is nice. I got and dirty. covers. I don't know if any of these are original. I'd have to do some reading on it, but his covers are nice, uh, and he's got some good people on it. I was like listening to his harp with the blues; it's fantastic. God, I guess I've been talking too much. Yeah. This is really good, though. I like this. I'm so much more. <laughs> Um, 
it just makes the cigar that much more personal, man. I find it, I find that really unique. And it's, I'll tell you right now, remember when I said there wasn't a lot of spice to it? It's spicier today than it was last night. But it's not a, it's not a pungent spice. It's a, it's an earthy spice. Yes, and it lingers a little, but then it, it slowly kind of evaporates from your tongue. But it's got some really good, like citrus floral to it. see smoke? I never asked you when I retrohale. Have you seen smoke coming out of my nose? Do it. Let me know. I'll tell you. You got to push harder. Stop thinking so much. Hey. Stop thinking so it much. came out with like, I did it too slow. Well. Uh, yes. Yeah. Thank you. And that one as well. Um, yeah, it's uh, the best way to do it is, so you have to breathe when you smoke, right? Don't hold your breath, you won't taste anything. And you won't inhale, okay? Everybody knows that. You have to, you have to honestly pull and expand your diaphragm to inhale. If you're just breathing, your diaphragm's not, you know, purging itself. Um, so you just pull it in. Hey, I'm still breathing. And just breathe out of your nose. It, it, it's your entire, there you go. Well, you had some there, you're good. But don't, you're closing your eyes like it hurts. <laughs> if it hurts, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> no, it didn't hurt at all. But your, your, your nasal cavity and your mouth, they're connected. Yeah, which is why, which is why you can drink water and it comes out of your nose, right? It's all connected. So your ears, all mine. Apparently, if you hold smoke in and press hard enough, it'll come out of your ears. Well, I'm not doing it. No, I got a, <laughs> I got enough shit going on to blow shit out my nose, uh, ears. I mean, it just seems like I'd have to go around a lot of things to get out my ears. Right. I remember in one of the. Uh, and I, I can't believe he actually did this, but there's an episode of, uh, of uh, oh, uh, Andy Griffin, where some traveling salesman get, you know, you always get invited back to Aunt B's place for dinner. And he was, you know, all about hanging out with the Indians, and he blew into his hand. And he was like, and he had like a little piece. Oh, you know. I can, so I can do this thing, right? Watch, no smoke. Blows Watch. it into his hand. He's holding an incense. In well, he had like a little hose, yeah. and he's like, and the kid's like, wow. Well, magicians used to do that. They would take those little incense burners, and there's a way that you can like move your pinky to where you hold it, and you close, you faux close your hand, doesn't burn you, and you can squeeze and make smoke come out of your hands. But you're just holding an incense burning in your hand here. You just gotta be able to manipulate your hands to do it. I already, did you ever remember doing the, if you hold a long neck, 
and you pop the top of it will blow the bottom out. Yeah. You know you can't do that anymore? No, they reverse engineered the way they carbonate the bottle. So it used to be the two tubes would go on the bottom, beer come in, carbonation follow. Now beer goes in, carbonation meets the beer. That's why now, you remember, you used to be able to shake a beer and pop it, it would just foam out. If you shake a beer now and pop it, it sprays everywhere. All the carbonation matters on top. Well, back in the day, I used to do that. The problem is, is you do it once, but after you've been drinking and somebody hands you a bottle, like, hey, do that drink again. <laughs> and it was a short neck. And when I hit it, the whole bottle broke, split, and it like, weak on the side of my pinky. And I was laughing, everybody's laughing, and then I look over and my hand like bleed Gosh. all over and <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I needed like four or five stitches, wrapped it up, made it through the night. Whoops. Went to a Monday night football game. Uh, it was Denver against Kansas City. And I had to be back at work the next day. Stayed up all night, got some stitches. Stayed in the men's locker room. My Amadre. Amadre. My, uh, what do you call that? Like, you know, where you went to school? Alma Mater. What is that word? Alma Mater? I didn't go to school. Alma Mater. Whatever Alma Mater. Anyway. Still made, uh, still made the call in the morning. My Alma Mater. Is that the word? I think so. I don't trust you saying words, man. Oh, I don't trust you. You say stuff with authority all the time, and I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah but it's, like, it's Calaveras. It's Tattoo Wahe. <laughs> Well, I got that down right. Alma mater. That's what I said, alma mater. Cheers, buddy. Hi, guys. So, first time ever on the podcast, uh, Woodford Double Oak. Wow. You know, I don't know that I've ever had that. I've had it. I've heard it's, it's been good. a while. Uh, this is the. Uh, and you know when you look at the um, the uh, amber, yeah, it almost looks double amber. Yeah, this is the Woodford that everybody. Like you'll you'll see it in a bar. Someone coming like, oh, you got Woodford, you got double oak. Ah, okay, I'll take Woodford. I used to know a guy that would do uh, double oak Manhattans. That's what he liked. Would use double oak for his Manhattans. Don't really understand that, but then again, I've been taught how to make Manhattans a certain way. I mean, you can make a Manhattan out of anything, I guess. But. No, I think that's really pretty good. I think that's the first time I've ever had double oak. Yeah, it's good. I like it. It's a good one. I think it pairs pretty damn good. I think that. it does too. Double Oak has a uh, 
Believe it or not, I mean, I guess you would think it'd be really oaky, but it's got it's got more of a candy corn caramelized kind of feel to it. Yeah, I hear you. out to the Patreon people. I mean, yeah. I'll throw them up on the uh, Instagram too. Do me a favor, like when you get home, take a good picture of them laid out and we can put them out. I've kind of got like a weird folded image of them. Um, pull a size for you or I. Um, so we can wear ours. I'm thinking about wearing it to the event at the tournament. Just wear a shirt. What tournament? Uh, not a tournament, sorry, our event next week at the Levels. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully I've got another hat by then, too. I've been meaning to stop by Lids and see uh, what kind of magic we can do with, now that I have the uh, digital yeah. computer thing ready to go on it. I need a snapback, man. Yeah, I know, like a gray or a blue. A blue would be cool. Blue would be cool. not done that yet. We haven't been wearing it's just a little. It's, I wore one the other day and I was like, I was at, we were getting groceries and like just to walk back to the freaking truck, I pulled it off and there was a sweat band around my head. I was like, oh, hell no, dude. Hell no. Absolutely crazy. You know, this has got a lot of. Pepper in there. It does, and that's what I was saying. Like from yesterday to today, and this is my Pepe third pepper. one. Pepe pepper. <laughs> you can only buy it at uh, special restaurants. Um, it, this is spicier. Yesterday it was more mellow. Uh, it may have been like endorphins, though. Like you're excited to smoke it. Like you know me. When has there been a Calaveras release in the past four years we've been hanging out that I'm not like? You get the box and I don't just go. And just, I mean, shit. Well, there's no, I mean. I probably break one cigar getting one out just to fucking smoke it. So, I don't know if because you were on vacation, came in, whatever. Normally, there's like, they're here. We don't get to open them up for a day or two, but whatever. But this was just like, uh, boop. They're here. Second year in the road, dude. And it was so funny because I... I remember seeing Crownhead's post on Instagram Saturday that the truck had come from Nicaragua. The product was there. And I was like, oh shit, they're shipping next week. I get home Sunday night and I see shops had them. I was like, oh, they're coming. I thought for sure they'd be there Monday. Showed up Tuesday morning. <laughs> and I was like, it figures. Second year in a row, I happen to be somewhere doing something. I get back and 48 hours later, it's there. And I've already put a hurting on your wallet. So Yeah. <laughs> well that day always hurts the wallet, but I'm trying
trying to think. We already got some other posts. Um, I don't know who's where. I don't know if the Mad Russian is... Oh, yeah, the Mad Russian's at the hill. Really? Yep. Why the hell? Is, uh... He's out of the hill. He got the new five-pack or four-pack sampler. Um, that's the cool thing, too, on the four-pack sampler that... Uh, Casadores, we'll call it. Uh, Pantella probably is what they'll run with. Um, I I want to smoke that cigar so damn bad. Which one again? The Pantella size that's in the sampler. The Casadores oh, kind the, of Pantella yeah. size. So damn bad. And uh, there's only one. And I don't want to buy. Well, and that's here's the thing with samplers, though. Like samplers, 55? fifty-five. Yeah, 50, 50, between fifty and fifty-five bucks, right? Um, I think Litz got them at fifty-two, fifty-two seventy-five. I think. Um, but when you think, I mean, you look at those three cigars; they're eleven twenty-five to thirteen seventy-five, right? And then if that if that Pantella was actually in a box of, of, of twenty or twenty-two or four or whatever, dude, it'd be it'd be fifteen bucks, right? Um, because of the wrapper, right? There's so much more wrapper on that than you get elsewhere. And, uh, but, um, a lot of, you know, a lot of places, they buy, you buy boxes, right, of course. And I don't think, if I'm thinking production standards, right, just, just me, I don't know this. I'm going to make more boxes than I am samplers, right? Because individual stick purchase will always outring box purchase. And even though it is a four-pack sampler, that's still, it's a box, right? It's, you get in a case of cigars, it's a commitment to all four cigars. I, I want it, but I just don't, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to spend $200 to have four Pantellas, <laughs> you know? And maybe I'm just not committed enough, I don't know. actually a cool little local place man you actually dry dock sits right at the literally right before the county line of st louis county going into the city and from here you're three minutes from river city casino so you get everyone that works in the city on their way home coming in the local residents coming in you get all of the um, people that work in and out coming in um, and right now, you know, we're getting close. We're 10 minutes to 5 o'clock. And 
then we've got you know the after work crowd coming in. So you've got this awesome crowd that's in. Everybody's hanging out, doing their thing, um, and it's it's a lot of fun. I really I really enjoy it. It's it's it's, it's a really cool place. And we were talking to Barbie. This was owned um, by by AB employees before or when it was owned. the owners owned it the entire time and former AB employees that have retired have helped buy into the place which is actually really fantastic so um, alright gotta hit the head we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back with you guys in just a minute stay tuned alright guys we're back sorry but I had a phone call and I had to use the restroom Yeah, man, I really like this uh, double oak with this uh, Las Calaveras. 21. I was thinking we would see a hat. I was really... Well, so actually, you know, I had talked about that, and I, I mean... I've got one of the dopest Calaveras hats ever released, but and I've got the 20. But with COVID going on, right? And you gotta think a lot of these, dude, some companies and some other, some companies literally just got back out on the road, right? Yeah. And then you gotta look at uh, Drew Estate, right? Drew Estate canceled all of their uh, big events they had coming up and then canceled all their in-person events due to again? COVID again. So their reps are now again off the road and no longer doing events. And if you don't have reps out able to do events or be in accounts and open accounts and actually have face-to-face -face meetings and this and that, why would you put the money in the swag if you know it won't work? Well, the only one I ever saw was on our, uh, oh, let's see here. There was an actual picture of it on our Instagram. Of what? Of the Las Caveras hat. Well, he's got a couple. Um, but he also he also has some made. They're just his, you know. I mean, it's just company. This one. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was like, wow, that bill um, looks like. That's really the nice. 2016 hat. That's not out. Oh. That's a throwback to the hat. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Um, he does do some hats, man. This is the new Juarez hat. Yeah, and he's calling it Formula One. <laughs> uh, is that? I mean, it hits the it hits the hardware store next week, I think. Okay. Well, so their website, I'll get on there and I'll, I'll we'll get it. Yeah, don't worry about it. I want one of them. You're, you know, you're a Juarez dude. I and I never take this back. Speaking crown heads, I never thought that would be your cigar. Never did. I didn't either, man. It's a very, it's if, if you like just dirty Nicaraguan tobacco, like earthy, 
And, and everyone, guys, everyone always thinks dirty is bad. No, when I say nasty, that's when it's bad. Dirty means you got a lot of soil texture to it. There's a lot of feeling and flow behind it, but it's very neutral flavors with some good heat and a nice spice. I just didn't think it would hit your butt. And I don't you know, love man. the shit out of that cigar. And I've smoked it in all different sizes now. Even the little bombs are beautiful. Like if I get in a 20 minute, and I'm probably going a little big on that. If I can get somewhere and do a quick 15 minute smoke and I got that little Juarez, bam. Boom, yeah. Yeah. For, I just, man, I'll tell you what. Him with the hats. Now, there's some that are a little out there for me and some that are a little, I know I've read the whole story of his mom at the, he worked at the baseball uh, thing and always was bringing him home hats. I get it. I don't think I was ever a hat guy when I was young. But then I think when I started working for Miller, I just loved uh, the whole beer branding and the, the patching and stitching and yeah. all the different cool stuff. And then I worked for Miller and they gave me shirts, which I still wear today. Um, I, I just thought it was amazing that they could produce these quality, beautiful logos. And so I just got into hats. And then of course I was into, <clears throat> I have an, uh, a Pennzoil hat. I've got a Miller High Life where the Miller the racer, uh, I have some race hats and the Hodge Vault. And that one is pretty damn cool. And I've given you some Crown Heads hats. So you've got the Gucci hat. I haven't worn it You've yet. got the Miller hat. I will wear the Gucci hat. I will wear that. And yeah. I love the Miller hat. You've seen me wear that. Yeah, I've got the Miller hat. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It's uh, Crown Heads Life, I think. Yeah, it says Crown Heads Life. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And it's got that foamy push on it. Yeah. It's a trucker, but it looks okay on me. The one I really love to look at is the one with the gold uh, Las Caveras with uh, purple and gold. That's the 2021, yeah, yeah, I love it. I thought, and, and again, this is like thinking before you see it, right? I never asked for that hat, I never bought that hat until Dave was in at Lit back in, uh, for the Derby, for Kentucky Derby. Yeah. And he had the hats, and I put one on, I was like, oh shit. I thought it was that fluffy kind of backing. I'm like, oh, it's not. And it's mesh, and it sits on your ears. I was like, oh baby, and I got that. You know, I, that's that's my I'm wearing that hat tomorrow. You know, and then of course I've got I've got the dancing muerte, you know, with the painted bottom that I don't like to wear when I'm smoking anymore because from wearing it and smoking there's a little bit of black char. Not char, but you know that that film you get. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I, I wear it a lot. I wear that one a lot in the winter because again, it's a thick hat. But the the crown heads Gucci hat you gave me, I, that's going to be a special night. Yeah, I'm I got wear cool, it. It's going to look great. I got some cool hats in time with Dave and Brian McGee and and all these guys and I like was being there up when you at, got the McGee hat. Yeah, the my McGee smoke meats. Yeah, yeah. And you got that jacket, which was very my amazing. my S jacket. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. very happy to have that jacket. Yeah. That's a fantastic, that's a heck of a gift there. Outside of this slider, the uh, skull soft flames that we got. No, 
I'll break I'll break that guy that out. Kind of got going on. Those are one of a kind. The I've Holy never Bible. seen anybody with one you of them. You are. Break never that seen one with the uh, skull face owl either. See, you know, back to another subject, the uh, the cigar holders, the skull holders. FFK, yeah, Miguel. And Miguel, dude, we got a three-pack coming to you. We're just waiting on the shit to arrive. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he's ever done one. I love the rock, um, the, the stone. I love all that. Um, I actually saw a skull, and I don't know what it's made of. Probably like a chrome uh, plated. Oh, that's gnarly. Oh, he does. But I was a chrome one of those. I think it would be killer. Well, there's an onyx. Yeah. Uh, he may have done... Well, there's that one. I thought he did. Well, here's a collection of them. You know? Yeah, I think it would be good to do one and have it chrome plated. I would really love one. That'd be gnarly. We can do special requests. Do a chrome plated and maybe have CP put in it or something. I don't know. Just talking shit, but whatever. It'd be amazing. I like it. think of Woodford yeah, I think the Woodford's kind of the best on this right now I do I like this better than our first one the uh, 1792. And you know what? One thing I'll say about this Calaveras too, this is a smoke producer. This is a very full-bodied cigar. It emits a lot of smoke and encompasses really well. Okay, so you know how you can't retrohale like I can? I can't densify the smoke the way you just did that. Like when the smoke came out of your mouth just then, it was thick waves of smoke. I, I, Damn pot you smoke, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, right. God, I don't smoke any pot. I think the double oaked with this 2021. I will say something here. This is pretty funny. So I'm at the farm. I'm with three buddies. Okay. One Let's smokes. Say Kelly. Well, I don't know if they want this on the air. Uh, let me get this right. Nicknames. Is is Kelly Groom? Yeah, but I can't. Okay. They, right. they really don't have nicknames. Because this is this is gonna hit MSNBC. So yeah, let's, yeah, let's right. go ahead. Yeah. Well, let's just and see. you know your friends don't listen to this fucking podcast. No, they don't. So we'll <laughs> they don't just, know what podcasts are. <laughs> we'll just say T and G. Well T smokes a lot Got of meat. It. He right. doesn't drink that much, but he likes his herb. Anyway. So we're always 
competitive, you know, we have diving, you know, how far can you jump off the dock and whatever. So then I was like, okay, so let's see who can hold their breath and go the farthest to the other side of the lake. I thought me and Kelly would. Oh. <laughs> Sold him out. <laughs> I thought he's there. It's too boring for him. Anyway, T killed us, man. He killed us. And I think that's because he has gotten very used to expanding his lungs. Yeah, or his bronchi don't work anymore, so he just holds there. All I fucking know is, man, is that guy went way further than me and Kelly. And I think you go, two feet? he holds it in. Oh. He's like, hold it, hold it, hold it. On my mom, she has gone through uh, some sort of virus, and her lungs took a hit. Did she so, take a PFT? Well, it's like that tube where you don't blow, but you suck. Pulmonary function test, yeah. And if you work that enough, you can expand your lung and your reserves. Yeah. yeah. It's like an ab workout for your diaphragm. Yeah. So I figure that's what T's been doing. No. What I've learned in my very adolescent marijuana life, the person that tells you to keep holding, you don't listen to that person. Because they're telling you to hold because they want that squeaky eye coughing pass out. They want that hole when you stand up straight, the world's upside down and yeah. spinning. Yeah. Like almost Voodoo magic. Out. Voodoo magic. <laughs> or that time when you lose use of your legs and you go to bed crying. You know, that happens. You know, I told you I was watching that 100-foot uh, wave with, uh, I believe his name was Garrett, whatever the main guy was. Uh, yeah, Garrett. Garrett. Uh, the new episode drop, by the way. I watched the one last week. Is there another new one? Where what episode did you watch? Where are you at? Well, uh, he actually got in and surfed again. Garrett McNamara. And he wiped out. And he came up on shore. Oh, there's, there's one more episode out. Anyway. Yeah. Those guys carry stones. He, he's got a place in Hawaii. And I don't know if it's in a cove or a bay, but they have these big stones and they pick them up and it holds them underwater. So I used to. And he walks and walks. You've got to hold your breath if you're going to be a big wave surfer at least five minutes. So when I when I was a kid and surfing and diving, right, at Lanakai Beach on the windward side of Oahu, you would swim out. You just paddle over the break, right? Swim out about 100, 120 feet and you had 15 feet to the seafloor, okay? You would take your breath, dive down, grab a boulder, and walk, okay? Now, in the professional surf circuit, if you're going to surf Mavericks, Jaws, Nazareth, wherever you're gonna be at, you literally, it's almost, it's a professional sport now, okay? During the season, now people go out there and try all the time and die, okay? When you get put underwater, just because of the rip curl and the tide itself, if you cannot hold your breath for a minimum of four minutes you cannot compete right no because way. your average time underwater average meaning there's a lot more and sometimes you get out early is three minutes and 15 seconds some of the best free divers in the world can only hold their breath four minutes these guys that are serving they don't always fall right this is just in case you fall you have to consistently train to hold your breath to the standard of professional freedivers. All I know is I, I watched 
watched that and I was just utterly amazed. The dedication, it's so much more than just surfing. <clears throat> Such a skill to learn and be one with nature and the whole gamut. But then, so Garrett's there and you know, finally everyone's coming to Nazareth. And then the new boys come in that are like the shit. And like they're like, we got you, dog. We got these waves. And not only are they just like coming down, they're like, woo! They're like curling back up and getting air and like 12 stories. They're doing flips. They're doing reverse shit. I mean, and they're like, man, it's only going up. I mean, we haven't even scratched the surface. No. I'm like, what? It's Dude, crazy you, shit. You man. watch these guys. Like, so there's this new show coming out that I want to watch. Kelly Slater's running the show. And it's it's like the top 10 surfers. Or like the chick that won gold in the Olympics from Maui. She's on the show. And they're going to spots. And it's not just getting up and surfing the wave anymore. It's point scoring these waves. So it's, are you barreling out? Are you cutting? How many cutbacks do you take? How many peaks do you ride? How this, this, this. You're talking waves that if you come off that board, you skip on the water, then you sink. This guy's going down and comes back up and does a, yeah. a total spin. Yeah. And then he goes and does like a one and a half, comes back down and goes over the backside. You know, they like, joke wow. about Nazareth, right? The only reason that community is still there is because the cliffs they sit on are 300 some odd feet high. If they were 150 foot cliffs, that town wouldn't exist because the break from the wave would wash the town out. He said when they sleep at night, when the big waves come in, only three three months out of the year, what? He goes, you can literally hear the, the doors like, right, right, in town. Yeah. How cool would that be to go see that shit? Yeah, there's actually a movie about a, uh, it's called Mavericks. It's got... Uh, that shit just looks brutal. Mavericks is... The thing about Mavericks... Is that up by Big Sur? Up by, yeah, yeah, it's up by Big Sur. Mavericks is... The thing about Mavericks is... You have to paddle that because of the reef. You can't actually jet boat it. You it's can't too see it. shallow. Or? Yeah, because the reef is right. That you have to paddle. That's it. when he fucked his head. And you have to paddle out and then back behind the break. So you have to get behind the wave. You can't be in front of the wave, right? You fuck right. everything up. Yeah. <laughs> you good? And uh, so there's a show about Mavericks. It's called Mavericks, and it's about a kid that was sponsored by O'Neill. Um, and he, uh, I want to give you his name. He uh, he trained with a with a Maverick surfer for years to be able to surf it. And um, he, uh, he there's actually a picture of him on Surfer Magazine. The first time he paddled into one, about halfway in the break, he does. He does. It's called a Jesus. The board left. He's this way, about 40 feet in the air, falling into this water. Right. Survives. Breeze it. Comes out. Paddles back out. Rides the wave all the way in. Right. He ended up dying on a. Um, he was sponsored by O'Neill, and he ended up dying in a free diving accident in Cancun, I believe. Uh, Jay Moriarty. 
and uh, but he was he was one of the world foremost free divers. And the guy, the kid, could hold his breath for five plus minutes. You know, the other thing that was crazy about that movie is, is Garrett was like, you know, not only do we we have a team, and the film guy is almost as important as us because if they're not recorded, uh, they're meaningless somewhat. Well, that's know? the funny thing too about that hundred foot wave, right? <clears throat> so you watch the show. He doesn't believe it was a hundred feet, but when the picture was taken, the photographer hundred foot one. There recorded. hasn't been one hundred foot way, hundred foot faces. A hundred foot face would knock down part of Los Angeles. That's a big fucking wave, dude. That's that's a lot of power. <laughs> Right, but well, where picture, are they right now? About 70? Yeah, they think, the scientists have broken down, think the wave was at 71 feet. Right? But that wave's not hitting the West Coast. Right. Right, that's hitting somewhere with a 350 foot cliff face. <laughs> where there's a very unique cavern it's, below it's the got water and it hits right at that. that that's way like, like Waimea Bay on North Shore, right? Why you get 40, 50 foot faces. Either way, I'm very excited about getting out there on a board and learning this shit. Well, yeah, because what you'll surf will be this high. Okay, whoa. I think I could probably, what, what a nope. four footer? This high. That's it? Just That's the it. two? On a two? board about 15 feet long. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest Either wave way, I'd I, love to do it. Biggest wave I ever surfed you think on you a get me board? On a board and we can do some surfing. Yeah. You think you can do some surfing? Yeah. Let's do it. Well, that was the false thing that I thought, right? That when That's I went out, my bucket list. when I went out wake, wakeboarding, right? Wake surfing, I was like, okay, you know, it's a little shorter shortboard. You get a little pull in and you get up. That shit's so different because you're not, it's like if there was a, a physical way that a wake boat could make a wave and you could paddle into it, I could get up on the board. It wouldn't be a big deal, right? Again, the waves are this high, right? You could get up on the board. But you've got a master. There's a way you set up in the water. The, the power of the boat going forward lifts you onto the board. Then you've got to rebalance, catch the wake, and you've got to pump and ride the wake. It's, that shit's not easy, right? Like there are, there are professional wakeboarders that can't surf, right? Because they wakeboard. So when I was a little kid, my dad took us to Balboa Bay. My aunt lived there. And we went out to where at Balboa Bay, there's an inlet where the boats come into the harbor. And on the other side of that rock outlet or whatever, where the boats come in, the waves broke. Let's just say 10 feet. Maybe that's exaggerated. Maybe they were only seven feet. Either way, super cool. Yeah. <clears throat> they were boogie boarding. They had the boogie board with the flippers on. Well, I like the body surf. So body like waves about this high, you body surf them. So same thing like you're paddling in on a board. But instead of dropping your arms when the weight comes over, you kind of pump to where it starts to break and you pump back. You actually ride the break and your body meets the water when it breaks and you can ride yourself in. Anyway, my dad went and got me a boogie board. Oh yeah. And I went out there and did it. <laughs> it wasn't good. Now there are guys on boogie boards that'll boogie board 20 foot faces. With those flippers, they'll kick around in that fucker. All I'm saying is, is I did it. I had not a good experience. I got tumbled around like a washing machine. And I kept trying to get out. And it kept taking me back in and pounding me. And then I kept getting up, but 
the crazy thing is my dad came in after me and I thought he was gonna fucking die trying to get me out because I was smart enough to know like listen just let it keep taking you out and maybe go out and go down a little bit get away from that you know the rule right eyes and nose up because the only way you can tell if you're upside down if the bubbles are going up your face you're up Uh, I was seeing bubbles if they're they're blowing down your down your lips you're down I'm sure if you put me in a washing machine, I can tell you where the fucking bubbles are going. Probably not. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh my god, that's funny. But it looks so much fun. And I could see, because I was brought up in a roller rink, <clears throat> learning how to skate, you have that certain amount of balance um, after a while that I, I'm not saying it would come easy, but maybe a little easier for me than both. Well, you'll, you'll get up. Getting up, honestly, I think getting up's not the big deal. For a lot of people, if you don't have balance, getting up's bad. It's hard. But if you can balance, right, getting up's not a big deal. It's balancing your weight to move. Right? Because when you're on a board and you because the first time you get up, you'll just stand there and you're just gonna ride whatever the fuck happens, right? No, wait a minute. Is this a bourbon you're not cigar? Gonna... Uh, are, we, are we doing a bourbon cigar podcast? We no. rabbit all into surfing. Right. But that's why everybody loves this. I mean it ain't all about bourbon and cigars, it's banter. Yeah. So anyway, we're into the little banter episode. Yeah, well we're finishing up and we're we're almost done. We'll wrap this guy out yeah. a little bit. Um Kind of get after it, and, then and there ain't no uh, waves here. No, I always thought the. Um, I tried to get up on one of those. Um, I don't know what they call them behind the ski boats. It's kind of that. That's wakeboarding. Wakeboarding. Yeah. I kind of tried that, man. I had a hard time getting up. I think you need a guy in the boat who really understands how to pull you instead of well, just full throttle. Well, if you get the speed right, so uh, well, his cousin and his wife, that's the boat that we go on. Um, obviously, they own a wake surfing boat, so they've gotten good at it, but this is her. And you can watch her drop the rope and actually pump on the wake. And that's that's wake surfing. Yeah, I think that's totally cool. Yeah, it's not easy, man. She's making it look pretty easy. Well, she's been on that lake every week for, I don't know, two, three months. <laughs> yeah, that looks fun. Yeah, it's a blast, man. We can actually go to... Have you been able to do it? I've gotten up, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I've gotten up. No, been able to look anything like that. No, not at all. No. Because what it comes down to is you got to get that throttle right. Heavy. Oh, I am. Yeah. And that's where it gets weird. Like, when you get the throttle right... And also, I've never surfed with a light vest on. Lake rules require a light vest. So when you're sitting in the water, I got some videos. I'll show you. It, it looks. I'll show you the bad ones too. It's way harder than it looks, dude. It, I went into that. I went into that thinking surfing. After the first time I smacked that water, I, I didn't know shit. It was. It was rough, man. That's Aaron's sister rough. doing that. That's uh, her cousin. Oh wow. When the hell are we out there? I got a bunch of videos of it. I thought. She looks like she's doing a pretty damn good job. She does great, man. She's doing real well. I thought I had... Maybe? 
and you got to figure out how to work the board against the weight. It's fucking, so that's the cleanest get up I had. But you actually have to be able to get up and cut into, and you're floating there with a life jacket on. And the, the board pulls, board comes up, and then you have to cut out into the wake. It's just, it's hard to get used to that feel. But once you get used to it, you're good to go, you know? I'm still a ski guy. I like to get up on two, drop one, pull my leg around, and slalom. And uh, I was always pretty good at that. I sound like I'd make love to a tree if I tried to swing the ski. I mean, just dick in a hole, fuck a tree because I hit it. Um, but we're going to wrap this thing up, guys. we got some cool shit going on. Our locker spots, our OG spots, our Lit Cigar Lounge. Um, Calaveras is there. we got the advent calendars coming from Tatuaje. Monster Smash boxes. Um, new DuPont dealer. We talked about that. Uh, live now, guys. Contact the lounge. We are doing a Ruth Chris steak, five-course meal, bourbon and cigar dinner with Luciano Moreas of Ace Prime Cigars and crown heads September 14th contact lit cigar lounge you can secure your ticket and uh, you guys should come join us there may or may not be uh, some recording going on I don't know we'll find out but uh, shout out to lit for securing our boxes boxes for us um, thank you guys so much Brian Dana Andrew all you guys thank you uh, it's been really cool here at dry dog man yeah it's been a like always man we run from the hip and uh, this ended up being a nice stop. Yeah. Yeah. This was way up in the air. So we're going to wrap this up. Maybe smoke a 17 and 18. We got to hit the house soon. Um, so thank you guys so much. Patreon, we've got some cool stuff we're going to send you and show you. And uh, we will get the shirt stuff out to everybody. I'll hit the Instagram too a little while after um, we hit the Patreon, guys. So from the Viking, mahalo, thank you guys. We'll see you later. Take us out. Hey, from the Bourbon Cowboy, as always, thanks for hanging out with us and giddy up. See you next time.